Sixth Sense for September 18, 2020. Is an election disaster inevitable? I'm no alarmist. I leave that to those who are arming themselves to the next great revolution. But I do think we're heading for an election crisis in November. I'm going to throw politics out of the argument. There are plenty of people out there who get their talking points from their politician or pundit du jour who can take that tact. I want to speak observationally and objectively. My father moved from his home of 45 years in early July. Like many of us, he filled out that convenient form to have his mail automatically forwarded to his new address. Those of us who move often know that can be hit or miss, but it gives you a head start on updating your address with the plethora of people you didn't even realize needed to be updated. About three weeks after moving, however, he said, I'm not really getting any mail. So, to test the system, I sent a dummy envelope to his former address. I'll generously say I sent it in early August, but I'm tempted to say late July. He received it September 17th. So, yay USPS. I suppose you held up your end of the bargain, whether I feel the delivery time was acceptable or not. The USPS being the butt of the joke is nothing new. It's been struggling financially for years. How many of us have used the check is in the mail as an excuse? And how many of us have had important mail delivered late? Or not at all? Neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night stays these couriers from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. While the Postal Service points out it actually has no official motto, These words chiseled above the New York City Post Office on 8th Avenue have, over the years, become synonymous with the expectations we have for the service. Nowadays, when you read that, though, do you think of the ideal public servant? Or Newman from Seinfeld? Be honest. Many know the Postal Service needs assistance and reform. Nothing against postal workers. I've known many dedicated and hardworking USPS employees in my lifetime. But the critics are right when they argue that the USPS is a bloated bureaucratic mess and exhibit A as to the shortcomings of government-run agencies. Others prefer to privatize the service and have the government wash its hands of it. I have no doubt the president and his appointed postmaster general are among them. And they have a lot of support from their constituents. Amusingly, many of those who preach the Constitution is not a living document would readily privatize a constitutional obligation, but I digress. To the point, the service was suffering before COVID and has gotten worse this summer. Some of that can be attributed to the pandemic for sure, but policies enacted by Trump's appointee since walked back We're a huge contributor and have eroded confidence in the USPS just as states are dumping a huge, unprecedented number of election ballots onto the mail system. Mail-in ballots are nothing new. We used to call them absentee ballots. For four years of college, like the president these last few years, I filled them out because I couldn't be home to cast my ballot in person. It's a confusing, tedious, frustrating process, and once you send it back through the mail, 
you hope someone might receive it and actually count it. In response to COVID, states, to varying degrees, have increased the number of ballots they're mailing out. Some are sending them to all registered voters. On paper, this makes sense. But in practice, like so many well-intentioned solutions, the potential to fail miserably seems quite likely. The USPS says it will prioritize ballots. I hope so, but I don't have a lot of faith. When I was in college, my dad and I enjoyed testing the system. He'd send me a manila envelope of newspapers and a priority mail package, both on the same day. Invariably, the manila envelope would arrive in days, the quote, priority mail, in a week or two. And we were paying extra for that benefit. I hope I'm wrong. But if you plan to vote by mail, get that ballot in ASAP. Think of it. Tons of additional ballots relying on an overtaxed USPS. Deadlines set by states that may or may not be possible to meet. It all sounds like a recipe for disaster. Despite the stereotypes, I believe many public servants are highly dedicated and capable of achieving more than we might think is possible under trying conditions. But honestly, I think they're being set up to fail. Add to that equation, no clear winner declared after polls closed. Ballots being counted hours, days, weeks after election day. Pundits screaming from all sides on the airwaves. A polarized electorate brandishing guns at state houses and blunt objects in the streets, all at each other's throats. President Trump, who's been laying the groundwork to claim a rigged election for months, even years, will seem prophetic. Put it all together, we could be in for an election crisis that would make Bush v. Gore seem pale in comparison. If you like what you heard, I encourage you to check out my website at cd6.com. There you can see what's making news in my world and be the first to know about new podcasts and my latest writings. Thanks for listening.